welcome back to another episode of Digital Dialogue. We're starting the new year off by sharing a few of our favorite design resources. I pulled our design team and they shared a few of their favorite platforms. So now I have Lindsay here with me today to help break them down for you and why you should start incorporating them into your process. So I guess we should start off with the first one. Yeah, so I guess the first um, resource that I can think of is Behance. Um, So Behance is a really, really great place to conduct design research and get inspiration. Um, So for those who are not familiar, Behance is a social media platform owned by Adobe. And the purpose of this platform is to kind of showcase and discover creative work. It's been used by LinkedIn, National Design Museum, and RISD. Um, It offers a number of different categories, so you can find the perfect inspiration no matter what your project is. Um, Some of the creative fields includes um, architecture, branding, fashion, graphic design, UI, UX, and web design. Um, And it's a really, really similar uh, platform for um, design resources is Dribble, and it's essentially the same exact thing as Behance, but it's more, um, I think it's a little bit more creative, but I cool. find myself on Behance and Dribble a lot. Yeah, I was checking out Behance, um, and I've heard of it before, but obviously because this is associated with Adobe, I was like, hmm, this is interesting, but it was really cool just checking out all their different creative fields, and obviously branding, and like web design and stuff, I assume, are like the fields that you're looking into the most. Yeah, especially on Dribble, a lot of web design. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I guess moving forward now, we have what another platform that was mentioned was Adobe Color and Fonts. Yeah, um, so kind of on the Adobe topic, um, Adobe obviously has all these great resources, and another one is Adobe Color and Adobe Fonts. Um, So these are really, really great tools. Um, Adobe Color is a web app and community where creators can kind of share color themes and other inspiration. Um, You can save these themes to your Adobe Creative Cloud libraries to use in Photoshop, Illustrator, and Sketch. Um, On the other hand, Adobe Fonts is an online service that provides its subscribers with access to its fonts library. Um, I love this tool. It's great for branding and website projects. Um, you can search like any font that you want. You can uh, filter fonts through like different categories like geometric, abstract, fancy, um, rounded, uh, serif, sans serif. It's just so helpful, especially if you're looking for like a specific font. Mm-hmm. I love it. I use it all the time. And similar to Adobe Fonts is Google Fonts, which is almost the same thing but it's powered by google really Mm -hmm. and adobe is obviously adobe nice yeah i can imagine too especially when you're working on like logo projects and even to like you said the web design projects looking at those different fonts because like a font says everything about your business yeah and the personality and what you're trying to get across so it's definitely helpful to have that bank to go through yeah it's I love the filters like if you know if you have one specific font in mind you just click on that filter and it brings up all the fonts all the different ones. yeah it's yeah. so helpful that's that's awesome because a lot of times too I think you kind of see the same fonts used over and over again oh my god so if you want to add a little bit of variety but also like certain elements like you said you can find something pretty unique exactly yeah I'm kind of awesome. tired of all these fonts that are always used yeah definitely So our last one that we're going to share is Unsplashed. 
And I personally know of Splash 2 because it is ideal for finding stock images. Currently owned by Getty Images, the site has over 265,000 contributing photographers and generates more than 16 billion photo impressions per month, which is a ton. Um, I think Splash is awesome when it comes to social media graphics. It's helpful to find a relevant stock image on Splash and then I'll share it with Lindsay and then ask her to do a little bit more detailed design with it. So it had, matches whatever brand we're working with. So definitely. Yeah, I actually love Unsplash. Um, Sketch actually has a couple plugins that you can use so you can or incorporate images right into your document without actually having to go to the website. Oh, that's nice. So it's, yeah, it's, Unsplash is definitely a huge um, platform for images. Yeah, and even too, I think with certain web projects too, a lot of times obviously you want to use your own company's photography, but sometimes you have to use stock images. And I find like, especially on a few of the projects I worked on, we've had a lot of people that didn't realize you have to purchase stock, mm-hmm. you have to make sure that those stock images are free. Because right. if not, you got to purchase them and depending on the image could cost you some money that you weren't really budgeting out for so it's kind of helpful to go to one place where it's pretty uh, clear like what's free and what's not and yeah I think for um I think that for our paid images we use iStock Mm -hmm. most of the time and a lot of clients like it it's I think it's one of the cheaper ones around but Mm -hmm. um there's only so many images on like Unsplash and Pexels and that's true yeah you know iStock has kind of everything so that's another little option yeah if you have like the budget to spend yes to true. do that but yeah but definitely Unsplash too is great especially too I think it's also helpful if you're trying to find some inspiration too oh yeah and you can even if you grab like a photo like going back to the Adobe Colors mm-hmm. um you can actually create your whole color palette just from one image by taking like the colors within that image and that's really fun too that's awesome yeah because we've done we've talked about in the past too how important a color palette is yeah oh um, it makes it's, or breaks yeah it really does and um that also ties into making sure that it's, you know it works for web design and all that other stuff too you know speaking of that i just remembered another really cool um feature about adobe color mm-hmm I think this was actually recently added, but they just put in um, accessibility tools for Adobe Color. Oh, nice. And in web design, that's so important, and mm-hmm. it's so modern now. So mm-hmm. um, if you ever have, like, a – if you're looking at, like, your UI or something, and you're trying to check if a color is compliant and it has enough contrast, they actually have those contrast checker tools in Adobe Color. So I use that all the time for mm-hmm. – any color that I use um, in my website project, it's just so incredibly helpful. Yeah, it's so important because a lot of times too, like you said, I mean, it should be at the forefront of a lot of people's minds, but if you haven't been working on a lot of web projects, you don't think about ADA compliance Mm -hmm. and how important that is and how it can affect how your site is ranked on Google Mm -hmm. if it's hard for people to view it. And colors obviously, you know, tie into that. So it's definitely helpful to check that because a lot of times we get you know, color palettes that are great for, you know, just traditional branding or marketing materials, but then online, it's not ideal. Yeah, and then we have, like, a lot of clients come back and they say, well, you know, like, you know, does it really matter if, like, the color, you know, doesn't have enough contrast? And mm. I say, well, yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, it does because there's a large population of, you know, our world that is actually blind or, mm-hmm. you know, you know, yeah, hard of sight. Yeah, so too, yeah. that's a huge population that you are not 
including mm-hmm. your in your website, so they're never gonna see your product yeah. or anything. So just keep that. And in even mind. too, I mean, sometimes it really depends too on the shade and like you said, the the pairing off. But even people with that, you know, have twenty twenty vision or whatever, sometimes it's still hard mm-hmm. to see, especially if you have key information involved with those colors, things can be missed. Yes, definitely. So you definitely want to make sure all that information can stand out and people can see it. And then also, too, about, like, the Google ranking and everything. It all ties into your site's overall score. I think we actually did an accessibility episode. We did, yeah. So go back to that if you have any questions. (laughs) But, yeah, but thank you so much for sitting down and kind of breaking down these tools and how, you know, honestly, too, if you're ever doing a design project, definitely – Take a look at these, incorporate them into your process, because um, they're obviously great. And they're resources. really, really helpful. I love Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks. Yeah.